you and I and Corey, maybe two, three other people on this planet, I feel, are like, just, we get it, man, as far as like, enjoy it. It's about enjoyment. Oh my Bears, God. Uh, still, to this day, continue to suck the most. Thank you. God bless. All right. So that, that, that the whole intro situation was kind of a train wreck. I'm trying to. That, that was amazing. I love it so much. What's yeah, up, Grammy? What is up? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to I learn on the fly. Plus, I'm, I'm always half buzzed up. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, it, it, it's not going to be. Uh, Only half buzzed up? Situation. I'm insulted. <laughs> Only half buzzed up? Well, I'm a little bit. You know, what am I, I doing here? What? So let me. For, well, first of all, welcome Aaron Agler, everyone who's uh, tuning in or and, and watching later on. Um, Aaron Agler, she said TV. Uh, one of the you know the people. If you have a Packers podcast, you gotta have uh, Aaron Agler on your. Otherwise, I'm not sure it counts. No, it counts. It definitely counts. But uh, <laughs> it, def- it no, definitely but, counts. No doubt. See, I I had a question, and then they just went away because I wanted to introduce you. <laughs> but anyways, Matt Ramage show sponsored by Quick Trip. Um, but we got Aaron Agler over here, and you, you were just in Green Bay. I was. You know? Yes, I was. You got to, over at training camp, doing all the things. So good time. How was that? You know, you, I I don't know how often you and Corey get like face to face time, but like uh. Very oh. rarely, very rarely, oh. make only once or twice a year. It's crazy. Like I was talking to him about that when I was in town. Uh, it's weird how like that's our life now. Like Corey is my partner, and we run Cheesehead TV, and it's very much our lifeblood, and it's our connection. But I see him maybe once or twice a year at this point. You know, he lives in Wisconsin now. He's a no longer a Packer transplant. He's literally <laughs> Packer right across the fucking street. So yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the I'm the lone holdout on the transplant aspect, but yeah, no, it's it's great. I love being back in Green Bay, but I will admit I also love coming back to New York City in a big way. <laughs> I couldn't live in New York, like, and it's not like New York is bad. Yeah, you could, you could, yeah. you could, dude. I'm like you, such. I don't find like your groove. People. You'd be all right. There's, there's no so quick trip though, so that might be a problem. Yeah, there's yeah, no there quick are a lot trip. of people, and there's so many people. Like I see videos of yeah. people like on the subway and like. So many things are happening. <laughs> yeah, but you get used to that. I'm I'm telling yeah. you, man. You like it, after a while, it just becomes a part of the rhythm of your life. And those people, you don't see them ever again. It's just yeah. part of the transient nature of living in the city. You know, like you get on the subway, you see literally hundreds of people that you'll never see again in your entire life, for the most part. Sometimes, like you'll see maybe the same person on the commute every day. Like that happens, but for the most part, it's just you know a bunch of strangers going about their lives, and it's all good. Yeah, it seems like the one thing I'll say like about the big city life is like no one cares what you're doing because like even if I like if I'm at Lambeau Field, that's what like, I love about it. Yeah, that's what I and love I'm making a video right, and I always feel weird talking to myself into my phone and like I hate are that. around. Yeah, you're I like so self conscious, like, right? I I hate it. I probably don't do nearly enough content because of that. I, yeah, like, because the whole idea of like someone seeing me going like this. <laughs> Walking I, on I'm the like, street. I hate it. And I know it's my age because my kids like don't care. Like they do. Yeah, they don't that. care. Like, Man, no one else cares. A generational thing, right? Like no one cares. But me, I'm like so self-conscious. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I've done videos of people and it's like outside, like, all right, you need to be like on a busy road and you got to say this and there's like traffic. I'm like, eh. Right. And I do it, but it's not good because like, I'm like, I, I don't, I feel weird. Like, I feel like 
someone's in the car like look at this douchebag and i'll never see him you know i'll never know <laughs> i know but that's the thing like that's what i have to remind myself like i'm never going to see these people again it's like being in new york it's like I, it's never this human is never going to interact with me on any level in any way shape or form for the rest of my life why do i care what they think it doesn't exactly matter. all right well so we're gonna get some packet talk we don't got a bunch of time but um, I got some good questions. I've been sitting here drinking beer. All right, let's go. Level. Yeah, you're only, part, you're only kind of buzzed up. I'm, I'm so insulted. No, like, I, if I, I come I'm on the Matt Ramage show, I want you buzzed up. Well, I would say I'm three quarters. I'm actually going to have a shirt coming out, all right? You know, because I always say oh. this. I, I ain't going to lie. I'm a little buzzed up. So Joey the Jaguar uh, said that that needs to be a shirt. So when I do it get does. a design, Dude. I, Dude, I, I, I want to find buy, a good design. I never buy other people's shirts. I will one billion percent <laughs> buy that shirt. There is no. I'm a little. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little buzzed up. It's so good. It's so good. Because that's like what you say. Like not just like for podcasts, but I say it like if I'm anywhere. It's like what someone, you say. You yeah, say it all the time. Yeah, I love like, it. If, I love it if, so much. If I'm somewhere and I'm drinking, and someone that shows up and they're not drinking yet, you know. And I start talking to him. You got to give him that warning. Like, I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm going to lie, bro. Right, so, like, you need to catch up and just avoid me because I'm a chatty drunk. You know what I mean? Uh, you and me both. You and me both. Wow. I got stories for days on that one. But, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, seeing everyone over at the Cheesehead TV meetup uh, at Enduzzi's. So great that you you got to come on by, man. Like, when we went to Corey's house, it was great that you, you showed up there and then and doozies, all of it, man. It was so good to see you, dude. Yeah, it's nice because I, I, I you should let Corey know. I only get invited when Nagler's in town. And Nagler will invite me. Corey. I'm not saying. I mean, that's between. It feels like between that, what you just said, and Corey's tweet today, I don't know. It feels like you and Corey need to have a little uh, yeah, we gotta know, work. Jesus meeting. You gotta, we gotta have, you guys we live gotta... in the same place. I'm the one who lives in New York. Yeah, I, I mean, I, this sh friendship, I should you know? probably be able to just stop by whenever. <laughs> just jump okay. the fence okay start racking on the window easy no easy I mean, I, i've known Corey for 20 plus years and even i can't do that well so first of all i don't relax. i don't agree with the whole pop-in thing the whole stopping in it's 2022 you can't text nobody like don't know, don't right? i don't like when people just That's stop my at thing. My i always give a heads up i yeah never i would always say and i wouldn't just especially Corey, because i don't you know I love Corey, but I, we're not like, like we're on that type of level where I'm like, hey, I'm down the right. road. I got to talk. popping by. Corey's actually my favorite um, social media, like podcast type of person. Like his personality, like he's just so fired up all the time. You got oh, the gloves. He's, he's ready what I love Corey that Corey that. gets all fired up, right? But half the time he has no idea what's going on with the team, especially if it's the <laughs> offseason. Like during the Dude, season, he's watching the games, he's forming his opinions, and that's great. But during the offseason, he's got all these like like dismissive beliefs. Like, this is the Packers, and I love them, and I don't know what the hell's going on with the team, but you're wrong. That's cool. <laughs> that's what it I is. It. I don't know what you're saying, but you're wrong about it. But uh yeah, I'm kind of the same way. People will ask me, like, do you think we should draft this guy? Like, yeah, I don't know, bro. Like, maybe you should sure, check dude. out <laughs> check out another podcast and let me know. You know what I mean? I want to know too. We can learn together. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> All right. Exactly. So uh we can learn together. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, make sure you're following Aaron Nagler on Facebook. What happened to Cheesehead TV Facebook real quick? Oh my god, it's so I like and now we got the season coming up. Look, I know two actual humans at Facebook, two people who work for the company who supposedly are on it and have yeah. been on it since the draft. That's how long our 
fucking page has been hacked. Who knows, man? All I know is like there are literally like partners who they pay money to to like stream on Facebook who have had the similar problems who can't get their pages back. So we it's are way down the totem pole. Like Facebook's dealing with so much. They're putting all these billions of dollars into like I know, but you think like a verified account content. gets uh I know. Tell me about it. It is taken. Verified yeah, account, we... fifty thousand followers, gone. Yeah, like, like you think that they're like, all right, it's verified. We know who owns it. It's not you, Billy, or whatever. <laughs> uh, it's whatever. such a long story, Matt. But anyways, but uh, ever. But sure I, my blogger oh. page is on Facebook. It's verified. You know, it's me at Nagler Packers. Follow it on Facebook. Yeah, so check out Aaron Nagler on Facebook. He does the daily uh, Packer talk every single day, and now Packers it's on daily, baby. That's what I do. So be sure to check it out, Aaron Nagler. It's usually in the morning for you uh, people who uh, work. Not in the morning, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, right. not anymore, sir. It used to be in the morning. Now it's in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. Now it's all over the place. I, now switched, it's the I, I just watched that. I literally just watched it like an hour ago as I was drinking beer. That all right, me, so let's baby. get into that's right. Let's get into some Packers talk over here. I all got right, let's I, do it. All right, all right. Okay, first of all, this is the, this is how we got to start this thing. All right. What is your biggest pet, biggest fan pet peeve? And I don't mean like this in a way where like we're like uh fan. <laughs> Fan guarding or fan shaming or like right, trashing right. fans because I don't care no, fan how it. you fan totally big it. or small yep. I don't care how you fan have a good time with it right. but I'll give you an example because obviously okay. I have this question because I have an answer so I'll give you an example right. like I said uh, I made a video and I, I said Romeo Dobbs I said the hype is real get on the right. Romeo Dobbs wagon whatever how I said it. I said it really clever down with it yeah 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 so that <laughs> sure was very clever <laughs> I have no but then doubt. someone said. I'm a Packers fan, but you uh -oh. was playing backups. And then that's the most annoying thing to me. It's a pet peeve of mine. When people say, I'm a Packers fan, but, and then they say some stuff. And like, it's not that me, if, even if you disagree with me, I'm not right all the time, whatever. But like, right. to say, like, or even if it's about the Cowboys, I'm a Cowboys fan, but like, it, that, that doesn't matter, bro. That doesn't help. Like, I've, I've never seen, right. like, I disagree with this, but he's a Packers fan. So how could I? <laughs> like, it's stupid. Like, dude, right. being a Packers fan doesn't make you always right. I'm a Packers fan. I'm right, like, minimum 50%. <laughs> like, right. let's just average it out about half the time. <laughs> I, I, like, it, it drives me nuts when they put that in the beginning. Like, it'll be, like, whatever NFL page. I'm a Steelers sure. fan, but this, this, and that. But, like, you have some dot, insider dot, dot, information. Right. I can see, like, well, uh, I work right. for the team, and I've been in the room but right. and like, okay, I'm the assistant sense. coach. Let me tell you something. Like, <laughs> that makes sense. This guy's got some insight. But like, if you're just saying I'm a fan, like it doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't no, matter. Like, no it one. Does it doesn't give you extra points. It doesn't give you extra knowledge. I'm a Packer fan. I don't know anything, and I have a podcast. What I love. <laughs> What's yours? The, what I love though about that statement is like someone saying I'm a Packers fan, but but, but uh, the idea that he was only going against backups, quote unquote. He burned us like a veteran corner for his touchdown against the 49ers. Like, I'm not saying it was like, you know, Daryl Rivas in his prime or anything, but that's not a rookie. That's yeah, not, it's some not no like some a. scrub. Yeah. It's, and that's the thing, too, I, like whatever. about preseason games is whenever someone does something good, they're like, oh, that was backups. Like, do you know? Do you know the right. person? Like, do you know right. who he was facing? Like, you're just assuming that because it's You're just assuming it because it's a preseason yeah. game. Exactly. Yeah, because how Fan many fans know? How many fans know? Your young guys 
and the other team's mm. young guys. Most people don't right. even know our young guys. Like I, I know Dom. Let, let alone because, like thirty-two or thirty-one other teams. Yeah, because some yeah. of these guys are like guys like that you probably never hear of again. Dobbs isn't one of those guys, but like there's guys that you see right. in training camp that you know. Well, be, especially like you get to the second half of these games, and oh yeah, mostly guys who, who won't be on NFL teams this year for the most part. Now maybe a few of them might get you might find it either in Green Bay or someplace else, but yeah, for the most part, I don't know. Like fan pet peeves. It's a really good question. I think the inability to let shit play out, you know, the idea that everything has to be, and this is more an internet thing, right? And I think it's very much a kind of byproduct of the media landscape that we live in now, where everyone's got to have an opinion about everything right away. And they've got to be 100% on board, or it's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and there's no in between, right? And I get like, we've always kind of been that way with like talk radio and stuff like people, the most outlandish takes get you the most notice, etc. But now it's like every fan is their own shock jock. And they have yep. to say the most like egregious hate filled comment right away to be in front of whatever failures may come down the road instead of, hey, just let it play out, man. Just like root for your team. It, it's it. You're a fan of the Green Bay Packers. More championships than anybody else. Uh, two games away from being the most winningest franchise ever in the history of the game. Like, you've got a great life. Like, for whatever ups and downs you may have to deal with, yes, losing the playoffs every year freaking sucks, and it's heartbreaking and rips my soul out of my chest. But I still love the Packers, so let's let it play out. Whether that's Jordan Love, whether that's young wide receivers, whether that's defensive depth, like, whatever is the issue that you are – grappling with or worried about or what have you just yo let it play out you're getting quote-unquote getting ahead of it and possibly being able to say i told you so which is the number one thing people want to do yeah I do. They doesn't, love this. it doesn't help in any way shape or form it doesn't help the team it doesn't help you like just let it play out that's it yeah dude i made a whole video about this the other day but it didn't work out because i said some dumb stuff in the middle so I didn't want to edit I hate it when that happens. Dude. Yeah, I'll have to wait too much. I do that all have to have. But like, <laughs> you are a Green Bay <laughs> Packer fan. If you're a Green Bay Packer fan, like life is good. Like I get it. Packers, the Super Bowl is expected. It's what we do. It's this title town. Like title we, town, we, baby. Hall of Fame yes. quarterback. Like all those things. I agree with it. Right? But like, imagine like being a Vikings fan, bro. Where like you just talk. Like you try to pump up a quarterback that is slightly above average, dude, and like just hilarious. say. It's it, hilarious it just, how much they it, just like good. cape up for Kirk. Imagine <laughs> yeah, that. Imagine you have to cape up for Kirk Cousins. That's your life. Like that's how you live on a yeah. daily basis. Kirk Cousins. Dude, I'm, people I mean, say I it's almost it's so close. It's almost enough to make me feel sorry for Vikings fans. But of course I don't. Dude, it's funny because people say it about me with Aaron Rodgers. Like he can never do no wrong, you know, because I defend my quarterback. Like that's what it is. And uh, imagine if that quarterback was Kirk Cousins, because I would I like mean, run out of stuff. Right. I'd be like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I I'd run mean, out of, you're just at some point, you're like, yeah, yeah, he ain't it. He sucks. Yeah, but, like I don't know. I, like, I just think they got to cape up for him because that's all they got. Yeah, so I, I just think if, if you're a fan of a team, you go to the playoffs pretty much every year, and like just have fun with it, like because like this could be the year the Packers win a Super Bowl. And there's like how many teams that can say that? Legit. That's the thing. Yeah. But look, many... look, everybody on the other side of it, right? The the naysaying fans, the quote unquote realistic fans, 
always you talk about, well, yeah, they're contenders every year, but okay, wait, no, 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 no. What does anything after the word year in that sentence mean? Like, what does it matter? They're contenders every year. Do you have any idea what that's like? Do you have any idea like how lucky you are that your team could potentially win a Super Bowl every year? Yes, they've broken our hearts in the playoffs. There's zero doubt that it sucks. I am not dismissing that. But this idea that they have failed or they're awful, like the reality of life in the NFL is there are, like you say, there's a handful of teams who can lay claim to that every year. And the Packers have been doing it for decades. Yeah. Decades. And everyone always wants to throw in, oh, they've had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and they've, quote, only won two Super Bowls. <laughs> Do you know how freaking happy and awesome and elated I was when they won those two Super Bowls? Dude. After I watched for decades as they sucked and they literally were on the precipice of either folding or moving to Milwaukee. Like, yo, you can say whatever you want. I enjoyed the hell out of those Super Bowl championships and I have them in my memory bank for the rest of my life. So y'all can go fly one. I don't yeah. care. And that's exactly it. Like I went to the Niners game last year, probably the most fun game I've ever been in my life. Uh, I was awesome. so drunk. I barely realized they lost. <laughs> it wasn't until the Niners fan in front of me, who I was talking to and drinking with all night, started like yelling all types of stuff. And I was like, Oh, I think we lost this. No, I knew, but like, it wasn't until the very end, and it was just such cool. It was a crowd. I was having a good time. Anyways, I want to I want to ask you some uh, some football questions real quick because I know yes, we don't got a long time. Uh, right. So first of all, Romeo Dobbs, it is the, the hype real? Like you, you were in practice, you seen him. Uh, I was yep. outside the fence. I was inside the fence one day, but even then, really couldn't see. Uh, I've been watching like all, all you weren't just inside the fence. You were like friends and family, dude. Yeah. Like you got the meal ticket, the golden ticket. You were Willy Wonka up in there. What are you talking about? Yeah, but you got it, better access than I did. I Come was on, like the, the wives were over there like talking and I, I was like kind of more listening to them than watching practice. I was like, it was very, I'm not going to repeat like, what, I know. I mean, it just no, regular, I know, I know, I know. You know I regular mom. Cause I was just like, day. I thought it was yeah, so yeah. weird. Like sitting like with all the wives, like, Adrian Amos' wife and like I don't know who all the wives were, right. but they were like right. every wife. They were my wife when she gets together with a bunch of moms, and they were just it was just like right. that. I just thought it was so cool. Like they're just like everyone else, you know what I mean? No, I I love it. I love it so much. But is the the Dobbs hype real? Yes, a hundred percent. Now here's the thing to remember: he's not going to be asked to come in and be a starter. Yeah. Like he's not even going to be asked to come in and be a major contributor, but he will be asked to come in and contribute right away. There's no doubt that we will see him week one in Minnesota. How much? I'm not so sure. I do think, you know, with the frustrations that Rogers expressed yesterday or a couple days ago regarding the young guys, Dobbs is part of that, right? Like the, drop, yeah. the horrible drop he had against the Saints in that joint practice. Um, some of the, you know, there was one day when I was there where he uh, – made a mistake when it came to blocking on a wide receiver screen. It was meant for, I think it was Cobb in the slot. And he kind of peeled back to try and take a defensive end that he's supposed to let go. Right. It's like little things like that. Yes. You got to make sure you learn from that. Don't make the same mistake twice. Cause that's when you really get in the doghouse, but he's going to be counted on. And look, the talent is undeniable. I mean, I spent all summer talking about how I really don't understand how he lasted to the third day in the draft it, like the talent is so it jumps off the screen 
Uh, Paul Noonan did a great piece over at Acme Packing Company about how, you know, the combination of the fact that he didn't test, he didn't do any of the testing, which always kind of gives, you know, personnel people the hives, so to speak. And then the fact that he played in the air raid offense, which does like really help wide receivers, gets them in space against college competition, pumps up their numbers. I can understand those aspects of, you know, why he might have fallen. But man, the talent is undeniable. The fact that he can take pretty much anyone off the line of scrimmage on a go route, it's shocking. I mean, it's absolutely shocking. It doesn't matter. Like the one guy who shut him down in camp so far is Jair, and that was on a comeback route. That wasn't where he was trying to get vertical. But every single time, you saw it in the, the preseason game, anybody gets up in his grill, he's getting off of that, and he's going vertical. And once you're even, you're leaving, he leaves more often than not. It's really impressive. For a rookie, it's yeah. really, really impressive. The, the hype on Dobbs is absolutely legit. Again, he's not going to come in and be the number yeah. one wide receiver. He's not going to come in and put up <clears throat> Star Wars type numbers, but he's going to come in and he's going to contribute and he's going to be the real deal. Yeah, I, th I think and down the road. Yeah, like I, I don't think I think people when we hype him up. First of all, we're just happy. You know what I mean? We're just happy. I know. Guys, so like, you guys it's okay balling to be happy. out. It's okay to be. It's happy. all right. But I yeah. get it. But all these people get happy, right? And then if you're a content creator, you're contributing to the fact that people are on their Twitter feed or Facebook or whatever they're seeing his name a lot. Right. And they yeah. see the continuation of, Oh, he's playing really well. He's doing, he's producing blah, blah, blah. So that inundation of information for fans is like, Oh my God, he must be the second coming. It's like, no, no, no. Just a lot of people seeing the same thing, saying the same thing probably means he's pretty legit, which he is. Yeah. So let, let, let's get to the defense over here. Uh, yeah. I, I love the defense. I'm a big defense guy. Not usually, how, how, but I am right now. How, but how good is this Packers pass rush going to be? You can add in stopping the run. Just that that, oh, that yeah. wall. We have a yes. wall here. I wish I had a wall between my house and <laughs> like McDonald's and Quick Trip. It's on the same block of my street. And like if I could just have a wall right there and I couldn't get through, I would probably be like 30, 40 pounds lighter. But like, how, how good is this defense going to be over here? This pass rush, because I want to see Preston Smith, I smashing skulls. I'm gonna get me a new Preston Smith jersey this year. I think I might have grew. I don't know. Your maybe boy. Your maybe boy the jersey Preston. shrunk. I don't know. But uh, he he was just on the uh, Bustin' with the Boys podcast. Everyone, check out Bustin' with the Boys. Yeah, yeah. That was a great episode. But yeah, so how good is this pass rush going to be? It's it's going to be formidable. Um, the thing with Preston is he's set to have a big year because of everything that's going to be going on around him. It's not to take away anything from him. Obviously he's talented as hell. Just signed that extension for a reason, but I'm telling you when you've got Kenny Clark and all these guys along the interior, right? You've got Rashawn Gary who no one can block. Oh my yeah. God. He has been so disruptive all camp long. Preston's going to see a whole lot of one-on-ones, especially in obvious passing situations. People are going to be sliding to Rashawn. People are going to be doubling Kenny. Preston's going to eat, man. This <gasps> ah, I can't this, wait. This this pass rush in general, what's really impressive is the instant collapse of the pocket that they've been able to get along the interior. I mean, you better have a three-step drop called, and you better have an outlet if you're an offensive coordinator, you're, you're a quarterback, what have you. You're not going to be sitting back there for long. You're not going to be able to sit back and kind of survey the field, right? 
And look, I know a lot of people all offseason talked about the depth, right, being a concern, which is legitimate. I understand that. But they've started to find a few pieces. Like Garvin, we know he played a lot last year. He'll be there. He's solid. He played really well down the stretch for them. Uh, but this Enigbari kid, who they got day three in the draft, he's turning it on, man. And I'm telling you, between the San Francisco preseason game and then these last couple of practices against the Saints, he sounds pretty damn legit. And if you find a pass rusher who can seriously contribute, you know, just as a rotational guy, he's not going to be a starter. He's not going to be asked to play a ton of snaps. Maybe, maybe, maybe like 10, 12 snaps a game, and you can affect the quarterback. I don't even need you to get there. Just affect the pocket, which he has been doing with regularity this last week. Man, you start really cooking with gas. I mean, Kobe Jones this kid who's kind of bounced around. He had a really nice game against San Francisco. He's continued on here against the Saints. Hopefully tomorrow night we see a little bit more of that. They're starting to pick up some pieces there where you combine that with, I mean, just the absolute wrecking ball that is Kenny Clark. Everything that they found with Dean Lowry last year coming off his best year. TJ Slayton set to, I would say, take a pretty significant jump in year two. And then Jerron Reed. What a signing. Yeah. Underrated signing. Yeah, Underrated signing. Nobody talks this, about this that. This guy, he's starting to put it together in a pass rush sense. I mean, uh, the whole time I was at camp, he dominated any kind of run play. Any run play into his area, into his gap, he dominated it. Now he's starting to get to the quarterback. And then Chris Slayton, who they picked up from the 49ers this offseason, he had a monster game on Friday night. He, I was like, who is this guy? I didn't see any of that during camp but i'm telling you what when the lights come on holy cow you talk about pushing the pocket yeah there is and then jack heflin had a good game i'm telling you man they are finally finally cooking up front with uh their help for kenny clark which i love to see yeah I, I, i'm jack because everyone's been saying it for a long time like kenny clark get him it was the first of all i i love kenny clark like he was How on my podcast not? he was on my podcast Absolutely. two times the first time yeah, he came on our draft show i love yeah. i love kenny Kenny's he's best. so cool like the first time he did my podcast uh is when i very first started i didn't right. know what i was doing it was horrible and, he, and, and then so then but he, as opposed to now I, where you very very <laughs> clearly know what you're doing but like he came on a second time so like if you come on someone's podcast right someone's like hey aaron come on my podcast and then and, and then they suck like and they say hey come on again and you're like what the hell? Yeah, maybe sure, they got not? better. Maybe <laughs> they got. That's kind of how I feel, Kenny Clark. But maybe he didn't think I was horrible. He's good people, but uh, I know that you got to run. But uh, everyone, I check do. out, check out Aaron Agler. All right, uh, follow him on Facebook. He does the Packers Daily every day on Facebook on the Aaron Agler Facebook page because she's at TV was taken from them, and I taken will, from us. Taken I will, from us. I will text Mark uh, Zuckerberg. I almost said Will Wahlberger. You please? <laughs> yeah, whatever. You're a little I'll buzzed text. up. It's all good. I'm a little buzzed up. I ain't gonna lie to you. But uh, Aaron Nagler, <laughs> everyone, check him out. Uh, or not check him out because everyone knows who the hell you are. But uh, I appreciate Nobody everyone listening, I watching. I, I toil in anonymity. What are you talking about? I have no idea what I'm saying. Okay. Good. <laughs> hey, I, I appreciate you. Matt, joining thanks me. for having me on, buddy. Have a great night. Have a great go night, Mister Aaron Nagler. Joining us on the uh, Matt Raymond show. We out this thing.